Welcome to the Living Out Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Steele, and this is the place where I speak about everything from personal growth, social justice, queer issues, and how to ADD, how to add to your life. Assess, dream, and design your life to live out the best of who you are and accomplish your goals and dreams. I'm stressed out. When was the last time you said that? Oh my goodness. Now I'm stressed out for some particular reasons around uh, not having a computer at the moment because it's in the shop, uh, having to do a recording in a different environment. So I apologize if this sounds different than what you're used to and you might not even notice, which will be amazing. And, you know, Launching my brand new purging process program is a lot of work, a lot of learning, and there's a lot of information to take in, but it's good information. It's information that I need to know to uh, manage an online system, to be able to deliver the course and so on. But I wanted to introduce today's episode to to lead into the topic, which is the crisis of time and distraction in our information society. More often than not, when I hear someone say, I'm stressed out, you know, it could be for a reason like what I was expressing, but it's often because of information overwhelm, because they just don't know what to put their attention on first, because they're so busy, there's so much expected of them, or they just can't process all the information that's coming at them. And then they're distracted by all of that information or all of the work that they have to do or how they are feeling emotionally as a response to this information overload that results in, I'm stressed out. So I want to go a little bit back and forth between now and a couple of years ago because I sometimes go through my journal to get some great ideas, but also to see how I've progressed. Now, a couple of years ago, boy, oh boy, oh boy, I was a mess. <laughs> well, I wasn't a mess. Creating a little bit of drama for the sake of creating drama for today's episode, but <clears throat> I was making some notes in the journal that I was actually sitting in the bath, and the bath for me is supposed to be relaxing, but I was reading Getting Things Done by David Allen. So if you know that book, you're probably thinking, uh, Darren, what? That was relaxing? No. (laughs) So I put the foot, put the book down and noted that, you know, I was in this section where Alan is talking about, you know, coming up with your 30, 40 and 50,000 foot meaningful life goals. And I, I think he's reframed that in his second edition. I had my phone so I could dictate my thoughts. I had this book on productivity, and I'm trying to relax in the bath. Do do, do you see a possible problem with all of this? I wasn't even giving myself the opportunity to do a pattern interrupt to interrupt my stress at the time by relaxing in the bath. No, I brought my work with me into the bath. What was I thinking? That same day, my dad called me. And I had missed the call and I returned his call and he's like, oh, how are things going? And I just had this curt answer and he said, you know, you don't sound like you're too up. And, you know, I wasn't at that time. He asked me what was going on and I just said in this flat, monotonous tone, life, (laughs) you know, 50, 51 years old whenever this happened and that's the kind of like answer I'm giving. Well, you know, clearly 
if I could go back in time and talk to my past self, I would have suggested that I needed to purge a few environments in my life to get myself on track so that I could have a better time managing my stress. Because really, there's two types of stresses. There's good stress and there's bad stress. There's, there can be the stress of, you know, making yourself go and work on a project like what I'm doing right now. You want to finish something, but you're in it. And all of your focus and attention is on that thing and you're excited to get it down. And you might be stressed because, oh, well, there's only so many hours in the day and you can only get so much done. And that's fair, right? And if you're really mindful of your health, then you'll you'll give yourself limits and you'll give yourself time to refresh and you'll make sure that you get enough sleep. But, you know, there will be times where you might push yourself too hard as I've done recently and then you get to the point where you get really cranky and it's very hard, very difficult to bring yourself back out of that unless you literally give yourself a full day off. But when stress is the result of overwhelm, It can be a difficult place to get out of because you can be so overwhelmed that you're not even able to spend a lot of time sort of in your conscious awareness that you can't see a single thing that's overwhelming you because it isn't a single thing. It's so many things. And distractions take you away from what matters. So to go back to the the phone call with my dad, you know, it was a short and empty and emotionless call. Like I, I could have given him, I could have given myself more energy, more time of day, so to speak. And, you know, he realized it would have been best to speak with me at another time. And he didn't give me a hard time of it about it. But, you know, it was like one more stress for me to deal with that I just couldn't deal with the stress of having to stop And make time to speak with my dad or my parents, which, you know, really, I don't mind doing, but I couldn't fit it in. So when I look back and I reflect on that, I think, no, that's, that's not how I want to live my life. Now, around that same time, I was working with um, a colleague of mine, and uh, there were four of us in a like a small mastermind group, and he was doing an online holistic productivity program focusing on the technology that you can use to help you be more productive, but without getting overwhelmed by the technology itself. And in part, I was feeling the need to take that because I was turning 50 that year, and I actually just turned 53. And I was wondering, asking myself, you know, what's, what's going on? Am I, am I feeling like I'm having less time? This is definitely a question of mortality, right? But it's also a question that all of us as humans have. I don't have enough time. And it's not a true statement, ling- not linguistically, but conceptually, because we all have the same amount of time, but it's how we manage ourselves with what we do and the actions we take that will make us feel like we are either making the best use of our energy and the time that we have, or whether we feel like we've lost track of time 
in a negative way or that we're not using time to our advantage, so to speak. Um, I just said something and I wanted to talk about it, but, uh, oh yes, losing track of time. There is a time, pun intended, there is a time when losing track of time is valuable. And that's when you get into flow state. That sort of absolute focus or deep work, as it's sometimes called, where you are just in it doing whatever you're doing, whether it's art, painting, or focused on a project or writing, it doesn't matter. But you look up and you think, where did the time go? And you realize how productive you've been. That's a really good place to be. You've had no distraction. You've had absolute focus. But this question of feeling like I have less time in life because I'm getting older was just a larger reflection. Looking back, you know, I graduated high school in 1984. There was no internet, at least nothing that I knew of. A friend of mine had just bought himself a computer and and started a BBS, a bulletin board service. And if you are old enough to remember those things and the dial-up modems, like beep, 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 and all the strange little sounds that they made, he had four hard drives that were five megabytes each. So he had 20 megabytes of storage. And at that time, it was like, what? That's a $5,000 computer in Canadian dollars, like in, in money now. Jeez, that'd probably be a $20,000 computer. Absolutely insane at the time. And yet now there is so much information and so much data. We walk around with cell phones that hold, I don't know what an iPhone can hold up to, 128 gigabytes, I believe. Like how many how many megabytes in a gigabyte? Is it 1,024 megabytes in a single gigabyte? And I've got a four terabyte backup hard drive? Where did all this information come from? So we have the technology now to manage this information, which is really just saving information. But the, what the heck are we able to do <laughs> with that much information? Like I could probably spend the rest of my life just processing information that's sitting on my hard drive. We also face very different challenges of a distracting nature with our technology that we never had to face 20, 30 years ago. You've done this, I'm sure. I've done this I may still do this, even though I've gotten better at it, but constantly checking emails, hitting that refresh button on your phone, answering text messages. That never used to happen. What did I used to do when I got up in the morning when I was at university? Well, I may have turned on the television in the background and listened to some sort of morning breakfast news while I made breakfast from scratch and read a book or read something that I was researching. And now it's like journal quickly and get to my computer and open it up and check my emails and read newsletters and what's happening in the world and in the news. And what about my 50 news feeds? Wow. We have so much information. It gets really overwhelming, doesn't it? And I found myself at a point those few years ago thinking about the expression, you know, things sometimes have to get worse before they get better. And I'm sure you've faced this in your life in various situations, right? You just have to go to the edge of the cliff 
and literally fall off so that you can, you know, recover from whatever, however difficult that change needs to be to to go to that edge, to go so far to that edge that you literally need to fall off or whack up against a wall to be woken up to the fact that what you're doing, the choices you're making, and how you're acting does not serve you. I remember another example when I wanted to bring some of my online fitness or my fitness training to online and looking at all these different software packages so that you could deliver uh, video-based training and and programming and, uh, you know, how a client would sign up and, and pay for a separate portal and all this sort of stuff. And before then, I had created programs by hand and either wrote them up in Microsoft Word or Microsoft Excel, super simple, you know, sets, reps, exercise description, uh, rows and columns so you could track your weights and your reps and the date. Super simple and straightforward. And I looked at all this stuff. And as I was explaining what I was doing to a, a client at the time when they were asking me what was going on, I realized I could do all this research about this information and delay a month on launching my program. But I was allowing an option, an option to distract me from launching a paid product, which is crazy. Like, where in your life have you been so distracted by what might seem like a better option that held you back from doing something that you could have easily just turned on or done, or I've been doing it this way and it's worked so well, but there's this technology that should make it easier for me, so therefore I should learn this technology. And does it make your life better? Maybe. And there are some softwares and apps and things that do make things better depending on what it is you have to do. But it's this issue that I mentioned earlier of being so overwhelmed, having so many opportunities in front of you and so many distractions in your life that you can't make a choice. You can't focus on the one thing because there is no single thing. You literally need to purge and go through the different types of environments like your physical space. What are the things that are cluttering up your physical space that are holding you back from being able to focus or that don't make you feel comfortable or relaxed in a space where you're supposed to feel that way. What about all of the newsletters and notifications and pop-ups and distractions that happen on your computer or on your phone or you know, the news that's constantly going, do you, do you need those things? Those are only answers that you can come up with, right? But where do you need to put your attention is a really important question. Where do I need to put my attention in this moment right now to accomplish X? Whatever that most important thing is that you need to accomplish right now, today, where do you need to put your attention? How do you need to best focus your attention so you can get that thing done? Or how do you best need to manage your emotional energy 
or the people that you have in your life, be they online or friends that you get together with, and how do they pull you out of being your best self? Do they support your happiness and your well-being, or do they create negativity and stress in your life? And these are all things that I talk about in my Purging Process program. The program goes live on Sunday, November the 25th. And the Purging Process program is a way to learn how to eliminate distractions, control information overload, spend more time doing what you love and with the people you love. So if that's something that resonates with you, too many distractions and an inability to figure out like what is holding me back and not realizing that it could be your physical environment, your information overload that's coming in and your emotional slash people environments, then this is a program I'd really highly recommend you check out. The link will be in the show notes as will be a discount coupon that you can use to get $50 off the enrollment. All the details are there. I've got a few videos up for you to watch. I hope to see you in that program because I know you're going to benefit. It has helped me immensely, especially when I find myself slipping into distraction. I am much better equipped to one, realize that I'm slipping into distraction. Two, to determine if the distraction is is required and a good thing, like if I'm actually needing to stop and to come down and relax, or what is causing the distraction. And I am much better at being able to make a more immediate choice so that instead of being overwhelmed and not knowing what to purge, it's usually just something new or an old habit that I have a trouble letting go of, and I've got some of those too. But when I see that, I can make a choice right away and make a change to improve my environment so that I can get what I want and I can be happier at the end of the day, knowing that I've spent my energy being most productive on things that are most important to me. As always, thank you so much for listening and be sure to give me fabulous ratings and reviews on iTunes and live out and live proud.